So most people are inflamed and sick from their sugar, their dairy, and the gluten that they're eating. So why are we always craving these treats when they make us feel so horrible? So what if we actually felt energized instead of feeling like we got hit in the stomach or have brain fog all the time? What if we could actually eat a treat that made us feel good? Today, we're going to be talking about that in this episode. You're watching the Dr. Jake Podcast. Welcome back to the Dr. Jake Podcast. I'm Dr. Jake Schmutz. I'm an integrative doctor and naturopathic physician in Salt Lake City, Utah. And in this podcast, I share with you how to heal your body down to the root causes and get your energy back without harmful drugs or surgeries. I'm here today with my co-host, Teresa, to talk about healthy holiday treats you can enjoy the season without harming your body. Yes, this episode is so important because I think so many of us believe that we must just eat garbage if we want to enjoy holiday treats and we really just don't have to. You can enjoy treats and not get tired, inflamed or sick afterwards because of all the sugar and dairy and trans fats and healthy grain, unhealthy grains and so forth. So Dr. Jake, I'm really excited to be able to hear some of the things that you actually eat during the holidays to get me inspired. I know I've got some family members in my house who are particularly uh, weak when it comes to holiday treats. So I'm hoping to get some good healthy alternatives in the house and stay to the end because we actually are going to talk about some holiday swaps that you can include in your own recipes at the end. So let's get to it. Dr. Jake, you're a healthy guy. Your kids are healthy. I'm sure your whole family, you know, loves, you know, the cooking that you and your wife do because of your health consciousness. But you like good food too. So let's let's start talking about it. The first thing is is hot chocolate. I love hot chocolate on a cold winter day. What are some alternatives that we can have for hot chocolate during the holiday season? So first off, my first recommendation is to not buy hot chocolate from the store. They usually add way too much sugar in there and then they add all kinds of preservatives and all kinds of gunk in there. So what I usually like to recommend is you can just get pure cocoa or cacao. That's even better. Cacao is a healthier form of cocoa. It's uh, not as processed. And you could try to get it organic. That's great. Even make it better. And you can just add like uh, coconut sugar or honey or maple syrup and that type of stuff to the hot cocoa. So what you do is just to put the, the cocoa powder in there, one or two tablespoons, put a cup of hot water on top of there, add the sugar of your choice, the sugars that I just talked about. And you can add a great creamer. My favorite creamers are like a coconut creamer or a macadamia nut creamer. Those are my favorite ones. Trader Joe's, I know has a really great one I like, which is a combination of coconut and almond. They add a little bit of sugar in there, only like five calories worth of sugar in there. So this is a little baby amount that gives you a little sweetness. So I don't really need to add any sugar to it at all. And actually, since I created the product Terra Brew, which is cacao with a lot of medicinal mushrooms and ashwagandha and ginseng in there to give it a little bit extra energy boost is I... I like to just add the terra brew instead of the cacao powder because my terra brew has cacao powder, but all these medicinal mushrooms in there. And it's even better that way because you're going to get energy focus, concentration, anti-inflammatory support, blood sugar support, mitochondrial support, all these type of things, and actually drinking something that's really tasty. So that's one of my favorite things to do during the holidays and during the winter time to give me that nourishing hot cocoa uh, upliftment that we get from drinking hot cocoa. And you don't have to feel bad. You actually feel great after drinking this drink instead of feeling kind of draggy because all the sugar you just drank. Well, I can't tell you how excited I am right now and how good I feel about myself because that is what I'm doing something very similar right now, Dr. Jake. I am actually drinking 
I was in the mood for hot chocolate today. And I was like, I'm going to be healthy. And I actually grabbed your tarot brew today. So um, I, nice. I I did something a little bit different, but similar. So I did your, your yeah. tarot brew. And then I added nut pods, which is one of my favorite creamers. You can find them in the grocery store. It's similar to what Dr. Jake's talking about. It's like a combo of like coconut and something else, almond or something like that. But I do like yeah. it. It's creamy. There's no sugar in it. It's keto friendly. And then I added a few drops of stevia. And it's delicious. And I feel really good. Um, drinking it and talking with Dr. Jake right now. So we'll make sure and put the Terabru, um link in uh, the show notes for this episode. And I know that you actually, because there's cacao in the Terabru, you um, use it in some of your other chocolate type of recipes. Let's talk about your brownie baked oatmeal. So yeah, uh, me and my wife have been working on like creating things that are going to be more healthy for us, like a dessert that we can actually eat. And we're like, hey, why don't we create something actually with this terrible? We know this gives us great energy, but we want something tasty that we can actually eat and give us some the calories we need to be able to function. So we created uh, the brownie oatmeal product, and it tastes great. So what it is, it's just a half a banana. It's a third cup of oatmeal, and it is a fourth of a cup of oat milk or whatever milk that you want to put in there. And then it has a fourth teaspoon of baking powder in there. And then we add, oh yeah, two tablespoons of the terror brew. And then we just mix that all together and add one egg into it, mix that all together. And then you just sprinkle a little bit of a dark chocolate chips on top. And then just a few of pumpkin seeds. You bake it for 10 minutes and voila, you have a great healthy, dessert that actually is going to give you great energy and do all the health benefits that I just talked about what that terror brew does. Oh, wonderful. You know what that actually sounds good for? My kids need a snack at school to keep them going because their lunch mm-hmm. is actually kind of early. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a really good replacement for like a, an energy bar or something like that to just bake them up, cut them up into some, you know, yeah. granola bar sized, you know, bars yeah. and then yeah, stick it in a Ziploc and send them on their way. Yeah, my kids love it. They love to have it for breakfast or afternoon snack. So um, kids love it, not just adults. That's great. Dessert for breakfast and dessert for snacks. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, so let's continue on. Um, One of the other mentions, uh, things that you have on your list here, speaking of granola bars um, that I like to send my kids off to school with to keep their energy going, you actually have some issues with traditional granola from the store and have come up with your own granola type of mix that's healthier. So let us know, what are are the details of that? What's the issue with regular granola? And what is your granola all about? So when I look at granolas, first of all, a lot of them have wheat in it. I don't know why they add wheat to it, but uh, it's high in wheat and and I don't eat wheat. I'm gluten-free. So that's one thing. But also it's really, really high in sugar. Okay. People tell me, oh, granola, that's healthy, right? Uh, No, that's like a sugar bomb. It's all it is, is grain and sugar and they add hardly anything else to it. So I need to create my own. And maybe someday I'll put it on the market of making an actually truly healthy granola. But what I do is I make more of like a note granola. What I mean by that, it's really high in nuts and seeds and it has a little bit of granola in there. I'm not granola, oats, sorry. And then I add a good healthy sugar to it. I like to add a raw honey. That's my favorite way to do it. And it's really crystallized. And then I add a little bit of maple syrup in there to make it really crystallized and really yummy. So what I do is I do two cups of oats to two cups 
of a nut seed blend. And I just varied it up. I don't always stay the same, but I like to add walnuts and pecans in there. Um, I like to add uh, flax seeds in there. And then um, I really like almonds. So I put all those together there. And I, sometimes I do it uh, equal parts of all these. Sometimes I don't. It just depends on what you like and you just play around with it, what nuts you, and seeds that you like. And then I love to add chia seeds on this, but I do this after it's already cooked because you're going to kill some of the good fatty acids inside. I do add flax seeds sometimes to it, and but heating it up kills some of the good fatty acids in there. So it's probably best to actually add this afterwards. So you already have your oatmeal made. Uh, let's say you put it in a bowl, you add the chia seeds and the flax seeds, and then you put your good healthy milk on top of there. So if you don't have any dairy allergies, my favorite is like a raw milk or organic milk, but raw is best. And then you can add a good healthy uh milk to that i usually i have a problem with conventional nut milks too so usually i make my own nut milk but sometimes i do buy the store but i know that it can be time consuming and all that but most nut milks at the store are a problem too but this is a really healthy energizing granola and you have this little sugar kick that you, you have you're like oh man i'm craving a lot of sugar you can just put this granola in like a ziploc baggie and you just have it there in your purse or in your pocket so if you're really craving some sugar you just take that out and it usually kicks it and it's uh and it tastes great now did i miss it what do you put in there for your sugar it is raw honey and maple syrup pure maple sugar oh right and we have those and I, uh... usually, and I add it to for the person um, I sometimes it's like a half cup of honey to a fourth cup of maple syrup in yeah. uh, in there. And I I've gone lower than that, but uh, probably for most people need to go a little bit higher on the sugar content. But raw honey is actually really healthy and really good for you. It has a ton of great enzymes in there, so it's it's one of my favorite sweet sweeteners out there. Same with maple syrup. I've heard that it's got a lot of like really good, you know, minerals and so forth in that too. So, I mean, I mean, you're getting sugar. Uh, it's yeah. a, it's a natural form of sugar, so it's not processed, but you're also getting vitamins and, and nutrients that actually come alongside it. So these empty calories that come with just processed sugar that you yeah. get at the grocery store. So that's great. Okay. So that sounds good. Now, obviously you like nuts. This is more of like a sweeter uh, granola that has, you know, various types of nuts inside. But you also have more of a savory dish that you like to have during the holidays. And you call it the, your spiced nuts trail mix. Let's talk about that. Yes. So, uh, so you could just get spiced nuts and they are going to help fulfill some of your little snacks that you need during the holidays or you go to a party and you're like, hey, they have all this stuff on here that really isn't good for me. It's going to make me feel really junky. Um, so I need another option. So you could bring some spice nuts or you bring spice nuts to the party and it's really healthy. So nuts are high in protein, high in fat, and they're not going to do it and they're not going to spike your blood sugar. So you're just going to feel really good when you eat the nuts. So spice nuts can be really good during the holidays. They add like cinnamon or nutmeg or sometimes they add just a tiny bit of sugar to that. That's really good. And then I like to do a trail mix type of thing. Either I add the spiced nuts to the trail mix or I make another one and I just vary it up. I don't really have specifics there, but what it is, is just a various nuts that you like. I like cashews and almonds and walnuts. And then I add uh, dried fruit to this and dried fruit is good and great. Make sure you get a nitrate free dried fruit. But you add, uh, let's say, just uh, cranberries or raisins or anything like that, and it gives you that little sweetness that you're craving, and then you have that nuts that's bouncing out the blood sugar, you're getting high protein. So it's a great treat that actually is going to make, that you can feel good about eating. It's not, not, not nothing harmful about it. 
Now, this is different than typically what you can get at the store when you go to buy like a typical trail mix. What's the biggest difference that you say between this combo that you mentioned and traditional trail mix that somebody might pick up at the store? Well, a big thing is they just add a lot of sugary chocolate to it most of the time in in a trail mix. So that's usually going to be the worst. And then they're going to add a ton of raisins that are high in the nitrates. And then they even add raisins that are have added sugar to the raisin. So it's just too high in the sugar. Oh, something I missed in my trail mix is many times I do like to add like a chocolate chip, usually 60% or greater of chocolate in there. I like to add that. And I usually make it about, uh, it depends on the time, like a fourth of the mix is uh, chocolate chips if I really want it sweet. Or if I don't need to make it really sweet, I leave the chocolate chips out. Now, I'm glad that you mentioned that uh, about chocolate because you have two other items here on this list, chocolate dipped fruit and chocolate pretzels. And when we were talking before the show, you know, you were, you were mentioning, you know, like 60% or higher. Is that really what yeah. these are? Like, cho- I mean, p- people eat chocolate dipped fruit, people eat chocolate pretzels. The difference yeah. between your chocolate dipped fruit and your chocolate pretzels and others is really the chocolate quality itself. Yep. Talk a little bit about that. What is 60% chocolate? Why is that better than regular milk chocolate? So a milk chocolate is much higher in sugar. And also you're getting the milk in there, but that's beside the point. But uh, it's really high in sugar compared to a dark chocolate. The reason why it's called dark chocolate is it has less sugar in there. Chocolate or cacao or cocoa is a very nutritious food. It is a powerhouse in antioxidants. It's a great nutritious food. But when we add tons of sugar to it, we ruin it. So we want to make sure it's a dark chocolate when we're getting our fruits. And it tastes really great because you're getting that sweetness from the fruit, but then you're you get a little bit of sugar from the chocolate. So you're getting that sugar that you want and you crave, but it's actually healthy sugar that you are getting. So I like to do some uh, frozen fruits. You could get these from stores. Just make sure you get a dark chocolate form, like a dark chocolate covered bananas frozen or dark chocolate strawberries frozen and they're done in dark chocolate or you could create your own or you do fresh dipped strawberries or bananas or whatever is your choice of fruit that you want to put in chocolate and just make sure it's a dark chocolate you buy your own you you melt it and then you just dip the chocolate in there and when you're really craving something sweet during the holidays you could go to this and it's a really healthy good uh, treat that you can have and you can feel good about eating it and you're going to feel good afterwards Wonderful. And obviously, you're getting the vitamins from the fruit and so forth, too. And I know you have a few fruits that you really like, especially during the holiday season, to help curb that that sugar you know, craving. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorites during this time of year? So one of my favorite things to do is I like to, when I'm feeling like I need something sweet, I like to go to a fruit. And fortunately, during the holidays, we have awesome fruits to be able to eat because it's the time of citrus and the time of pomegranate. And I love to do with grapefruit is I learned this just a couple of years ago, is you cut off the ends and then you cut off the outsides of of the peeling. And then if you could just take out little pieces of the grapefruit in there, and that actually makes it taste a ton better to me when you have these little pieces of grapefruit in there and you just get like that Texas grapefruit, pink grapefruit, and it's amazing. And it's a great, it's really healthy and good for you. And then my favorite is also, I like these little mandarins or clementines. Those are a great little treat that you could go to that is going to be a much healthier option. That's really high in vitamin C and other vitamins and minerals in there that are really sweet and help uh, kill that uh, sweet tooth. Now I love pomegranates too. And, but 
if you've ever opened a pomegranate, there could be problems with that. You're like, hey, how do you eat this thing? So what you do is you cut it in half and you just put it over a bowl and you smack it with a spoon. And that's just going to make all those seeds fall out in there. And then you could just put it, uh, put those pomegranate seeds just in this bowl and you just eat them. My kids just eat it all the time, all winter long. We just uh, put some pomegranate seeds in there if they feel like they want a slow snack uh, after dinner and they're watching a movie or something. We just give them some pomegranate seeds and they love it. So these are really great options that are really, really healthy for you that are going to be uh, kill that sweet tooth that you're craving during the holiday times. And what I find interesting about these fruits in particular is it's interesting that they happen to, in our area of the world, uh, be prevalent in the winter season when we really do need a higher dose of vitamin C to keep our immune system yeah. strong. And I know you're going to be doing another episode on, you know, how to stay strong during uh, the winter season, you know, various things like food. So, you know, you can know that you're helping your immune system at the same time. All right. So we are now at the time where we're going to be talking about some food swaps. You've already really talked about one in particular, and that is really replacing milk chocolate with 60% dark chocolate or higher. And then you also mentioned like dark chocolate chips as an alternative as well. So that's great. We've got that down. What about sugar? Um, A lot of people have different recipes that require sugar as part of their, you know, their treat. What are some swaps that you can recommend that people can just swap out in their regular recipe that they have so that they're not eating so much sugar? So sugar that you could just do like perfectly one-to-one ratio to cane sugar is coconut sugar. That is a better uh, option than the cane sugar. It's not going to increase your inflammation as much. And most people aren't as sensitive to the coconut sugar at this time. So that's a great alternative. But you could also play around with doing a pure maple syrup or raw honey can be added to a lot of recipes and give it a great flavor also. So um, and then you could use allulose. You do need a, usually that could be one-to-one. You might need to add a little bit more allulose. Allulose is A-L-L-U-L-O-S-E. And this is, what's interesting about the sugar is it's not going to spike your blood sugar, but it's actually been shown in the research to improve insulin sensitivity. Meaning if you have type 2 diabetes, eating allulose actually improves your ability to take sugar inside your cells. So it's pretty cool. You get that sweet kick, but also you're actually treating that type 2 diabetes. So I really love allulose for that. We also have something called lamula, which is a type of superfood down in South America, which is sweet. Um, It's not as sweet as cane sugar, so you need to add a little bit more of it, about two times as much of that compared to regular cane sugar. But it actually has a ton of vitamins and minerals in there. So you're actually eating a sugar that's actually going to be really good for you. And And it gives you that little sweetness that you need. Wonderful. Now, what about grains? A lot of, you know, holiday, uh, during the holiday season, a lot of baking happens. And we traditionally are using oats or wheat are the two biggest ones that I often see. What are some good alternatives that we could use to swap out on some of these recipes? So let's say you are absolutely need your wheat and you love your wheat. And that's really awesome. My suggestions in that regard is easiest way is trying to get it to be a whole wheat and organic wheat. Number one, best option would be to get more of a ancient grain called einkorn wheat, which is wheat that we had back in the day, but we've just modified our wheat so much since the 90s. And it's a totally different animal now. And it's the 23 organisms uh, mutations different than the einkorn wheat now. So, but people are gonna do a lot better with their inflammatory responses and blood sugar responses to einkorn wheat compared to just regular wheat. You can do spelt, I do like spelt more. Sprouted grains are really great. But my personal favorite is actually substituting with almond flour. 
it's going to give you that protein. It's going to give you that fat. And it's not going to give you that big spike of blood sugar when you're making your cookies, for example. So you make the almond flour cookies, you add the allulose, and then you add a little bit of the 60% chocolate chocolate, uh, chocolate chips, and you have a very low-carb uh, cookie that tastes awesome. So those are some suggestions I have. I love it. I think some of this sounds so good. I've never even heard of Einkorn wheat. I Googled it and found a whole bunch of options on Amazon. So for those of you who are interested in trying that Einkorn, Amazon has a lot of options there. Okay, let's, the last part that we, you know, often struggle with when it comes to holiday treats is the fats that we use in our baking. I often see vegetable oil as the most common fat that is used um, in a lot of baking. What are some suggestions that you can give us for swapping out this oil so that we can have some healthier, you know, more vitamin-rich oils in our food. First up, we really need to not use hydrogenated oils or Crisco. That's a good beginning point. Stay away from that. That's that's poison. But also just vegetable oils are pretty much poison too. They're really bad for you. So adding good oils is very important. My favorite one is avocado oil because it doesn't have a really strong flavor to it. But if you don't mind olive oil, that's a great option too. And then if you like coconut flavor, coconut oil is a really great addition that you can add also. Also, I'm a fan of just adding old-fashioned grass-fed butter is a great thing to add. I love butter. Butter makes everything taste better, and it's a much better option than using vegetable oils. Yes, I know grass-fed butter actually has nutrients in it uh, so that that come, you know, from the actual grass, right? So that's so much better. And I know one of my favorites is the pasture-raised organic butter, and you can get it at almost any grocery store. So that's great, too. Thank you so much, Dr. Dake. All of these are just lots of great ideas. We're going to put the names of these and any links that you might need for some of the recipes that Dr. Jake talks about in the show notes. For those of you who are interested in getting more dietary advice from Dr. Jake, maybe you're, you know, you've got some health issues, maybe you've got some weight issues that you're wanting to deal with. Dr. Jake and his team uh, knows so much uh, outside of not just, you know, supplementation and, 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 and diseases and all of that, but also how to be able to help your body be able to be healthy through diet. For those of you who are interested in that, how can they get a hold of you, Dr. Jake? Yeah, visit our website, integrativemedica.com. Find our phone number there. Give our receptionists a call and they'll set up an appointment for you. You could also set up an appointment virtually and we see people in person or uh, through a virtual visit. Wonderful. Thank you very much again, Dr. Jake, for your expertise today. For everyone else, if you liked this podcast, please leave us a positive review and let us know. And we'll see you all next week. Hey, Dr. Jake, thank you for your time today. And if you enjoyed the show, then do us a favor and leave a review. It helps more people to find the show, which could save their life. And remember, this is a podcast and should not replace personalized attention from a medical professional like Dr. Jake. If you or someone you know has been diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, cancer of any stage, or a life-changing illness, visit our website today and schedule a virtual appointment with one of our doctors who can lead you to a treatment plan in your area. That's integrativemedica.com. Integrativemedica.com. Thank you for listening to the Integrative Medica podcast with Dr. Jake. To hear past episodes and get alerts for the future, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and be sure to follow us on YouTube as well. Just search for Integrative Medica with Dr. Jake.